welcome to Sweet Spot, where hoteliers check in and we check out what's trending in hotel marketing. I'm your host, Ryan Embry. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Sweet Spot. I am so excited for this episode. If you are watching us on Travel Media Group's YouTube channel, you know that we are here live on location. This is the first time ever we've been live on location. We're very excited. We've got this brand new Sweet Spot Spotlight series. We just had our first episode, but the first time that we're doing it live on location, and we have such a great guest and property that we're gonna be showcasing on this Spotlight series. Without further ado, let me bring him in, Simon Sopressi of the SLS South Beach, Vice President of Innismore, Miami, Mexico, and South America. Simon, welcome to the sweet spot for the first time. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure and it's great to host you and your team here at the SLS South Beach. And I, my breath was taken away when we sit, when we came in through these doors. You have a beautiful property here Thank at you. the SLS South Beach. It really truly embodies the spirit of this series. We are going around the country trying to find and showcase the hotel's most unique and historic yeah. in the nation. And yeah, yeah. I think that SLS certainly fits the bill. But before we start talking about the property, it's always interesting to talk to another person in hospitality because <laughs> we know everyone's story is different, right? Yeah, you yeah. could start as a bellman at a, at a hotel like myself. Uh, some people are literally born into the industry. Some people just fall into it just yeah. by choice. So tell us a little bit about your story yep. and what led you to Innismore. Whoa, okay, uh, let me try to keep it short. Uh, <laughs> so first of all, it's a pleasure to have you here. As you can hear, I'm not originally from the States. I still have a very thick accent. I try to get rid of it, which I'm <laughs> clearly not mastering it, but was very interested. in studied initial construction and architecture back in Europe and fell through an excursion from that architectural school in hotels fell kind of in love of the hotels and I was like, oh my God, that's really kind of unique. Yeah. Uh, there was a, a gentleman called Uli Prager. He was the founder of Mervenpick, the brand, yeah. Yeah. and he did the tour and he was very charismatic. He could speak about the thread counts of the linen to how to wash pots and pans. I mean, he knew it all. Yeah. And as a young person, young professional, I was really, really, I think, wowed by him yeah. and, and said, I want to become him. And so that's where how it came about. Did the hotel management school in Switzerland, worked all different disciplines of the hotel, mm -hmm. worked in then very heavy in food and beverage, spe specialized myself in food and beverage, had my own company in Europe and said, I want to learn English and ultimately moved to New York City. After a Saltic business, moved to New York City, had my own business in New York, yeah. mostly in nightlife and art galleries. Mm -hmm. And then um, did that for seven years and went back to the roots of hospitality with in luxury segmentation in Los Angeles. Yeah. And I came here at SLS South Beach is the reason why it was such a tempting thing for me because I have the discipline. I worked in the rooms. I worked in the food and beverage. I had nightlife. The SLS South Beach has all those verticals in any small with the SLS brand, we pride ourselves to have those different verticals. So we say we're not only hoteliers, but we're also restaurateurs and so forth. So that's really what enticed me to come to this property. You have certainly spanned the entire gamut of, of hospitality <laughs> and major markets, not only across the nation, across yeah. the world. So yeah. it's uh, such a luxury to be sitting here with you. And I'm sure, you know, as someone who really started in the architecture and construction, mm -hmm. a property like the SLS South Beach yeah. has such a rich history, right? So we've, yeah. we've learned a little 
little bit about yourself. Yeah. You know, this series is all about showcasing the property. Yep. Tell us a little bit about its rich history because that's Absolutely. something that when you walk in through these doors, you're amazed by the art and decor, but even on the outside, you know, there's those there's those pieces of history and yep. time that just draws you and allures you in. So I think what is important, and thank you for the compliments. I mean, what is important to kind of start off maybe with the surrounding of SLS yep. South Beach, because we are here in Miami Beach, uh, which is very known for the historic district, so Art Deco. During the time of Art Deco, basically Miami Beach blossomed. And we have a lot of Art Deco, beautiful architecture. And we are in the epicenter of that Art Deco. It's also Art Deco preserved. So the outside needs to remain this way. And the idea of that is obviously to maintain that charming characteristic of the of the city. So SLS is in that Art Deco district, has a lot of Art Deco features, as you noticed probably already. Yes. And now we kind of overlaid when the hotel was designed in 2012, was with a very well-known designer, Philip Stark, and Lenny Kravitz. So those wow. are the two designers that ultimately created the hotel. The public areas, when you come in, that grand arrival with the carpet yeah. and quite theatrical coming in, and that's very intentional built this way, is by Philip Stark. And then we have a couple of luxury suites that are were designed by Lenny Kravitz, uh, by the Kravitz design, which was one of his first designs, actually. Yeah. So we are quite often taking a, quite a bit of a trailblazer approach, when I, if I may say that. So that's what I want to get to next. Is yeah. like that type of history, when you look at a building, you obviously can see the historical nature, but you don't get that story like you just told. Like <laughs> yeah. So yeah, how yeah. do you, with, with a building full of rich history yeah. and stories like that, how are you doing that storytelling at the SLS South Beach? You know, it's a very very, very good question. And, and to be quite frank, we tried different angles to do such. We are under the belief that little bit snapshots and pieces of educational things are very welcomed by the guest. Mm -hmm. But it depends. Each guest, each customer is very individual. Some yeah. people are like, I want to know more. Yeah. And some people are like, you know, I just want to have fun. <laughs> right. Don't tell me anything about history. But so we little bits and pieces, we tease them. And of course, a well-educated team that can speak educated about it, can open that door. And if they want to know more, absolutely. If they say, you know what, I'm fine. I just want to go and have a, a cocktail at the bar, fine as well. That's a great point too, because yeah. you know the personalization is so key in these yeah. types of properties yeah. Yeah. too. Uh, and, but you have an advantage there that it's mm -hmm. not just you know a box and you know four mm -hmm. walls and a bed. Is is what the old saying is. You have some history that you can speak to, market, and, and I'm sure you take full yeah. advantage of yeah. that. I want to switch to the guest experience at SLS mm -hmm. and talk about technology a little bit. This is just fascinating for me, especially with these historic hotels with such rich history. You mentioned that there's preservation side of the building, yep. but yet some people, as we talked about, want to come in and they want all the modern amenities of technology yeah, yeah, yeah. implemented without the guest yeah, experience. Yeah. So how do you find that balance there of, of history and implementing <laughs> new technology? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. And I think first and foremost, we have to say that the only consistency in life is change. Yeah. And I really sincerely mean that because ultimately the better we are in tune what the guest wants, and to your point, uh, uh, some guests want to have the technology, the, the better we are in tune with what the guest wants, or in other words, how more channels we open that they can voice their needs, the better we are off. So how do we balance that? We balance it in multitude of ways. We have with the AI, which is a hot topic. It is, most, yes. most of the time in the media is, is currently not, not necessary in a positive way. So, right. <laughs> but there are some positive sides about it, but we, we are experimenting with that. Right. Uh, we are, um, again, 
opening the channels with the guests or communication channels with the guests to let us know what they want yes. and truly having the ears open. I think that's the key and then customizing as you go. By the way, it also depends which region you're in. So I'm overseeing a couple of different hotels, yeah. different areas, different countries and and so it depends what your demographic is generally speaking our demographic here is the south beach is usually quite uh, progressive it is quite uh, savvy in regards to technology so here's much bigger demand than maybe other hotels yeah that's that's a fascinating point i didn't yeah. think about that because you know hospitality we've always always been an industry i feel sometimes lagging behind in the technology uh, but you're right you could have some properties yes. there with a very yeah. tech savvy customer profile yep. guest profile and keeping those lines of communication open i think is absolutely key too one of those lines being online reputation and listening to reviews and yes. guest feedback and all of those places i want to ask you the sls south beach you know, you told me the stories, the historical nature that mm -hmm. that has a reputation that kind of precedes itself. You and your team, what are you guys doing to kind of keep that feedback information yep. fresh online and making sure that you keep that experience alive and what you want it to be, that yep. story being told online that you want it to be? Yeah, absolutely. I think you're 100 percent right, uh, Ryan. Um, it precedes. But it sets also expectations. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, the thing is, it's a little bit of a double-edged sword, That's in my point. opinion, because yes, you have an image, you have, a, but then the expectations are high, and as you know, as a hotelier yourself, we need, we want to exceed those expectations, and if they're already high, so we're higher. Um, so the thing is, we do in-house. Uh, where the guest is able to directly give us feedback that is fed through the Wi-Fi. So they oh, right. actually there's a chat that you can immediately say, hey, I love it. I would like to have more of this. Or maybe took too long the water to become warm in a shower so we can correct those type of things. But also we have external companies that we take and, and uh, in particular with the online reputation. So mm -hmm. the travel media, yeah. world travel media is, is a part of it where we strongly believe that we have the responsibility to answer every single comment that is made. Is it good, bad, fantastic, whatever it is. Yeah. So that's where we also from external ultimately get some, uh, some help. Yeah. Absolutely. It's it's a well-rounded strategy right yeah. now because there are so many open lines of communication. You just talked about a couple, some with SMS, some with a chatbot, yeah. some with, you know, historical places where things are left online, like TripAdvisor, OTAs, things of yeah. that nature. So it's very important to obviously be vigilant, be listening to your guests. And, you know, I'm sure you're no stranger to that being yours in the hospitality. <laughs> that has certainly evolved, though, during yeah, this yeah, past decade. Absolutely. Uh, the type of response time that is required yep. from the guests or, or anticipated yep. to to exceed those expectations. So I want to get to know you and the property a little bit better. So we're going to do sure. some rapid fire questions here. Okay. So Let's go. Uh, I'll bring some fastballs right out of the gate. Favorite view on the property because working in hotels, some of the, the smaller hotels, yep. you still got that one place that you look out and you're like, man, this can is, I give this two? Is... Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll give you two. We'll give you two. All right. View number one is look, Lenny Kravitz designed penthouse tower, 12th floor, Ocean view, it's spectacular. <laughs> you cannot argue with yeah, it. Yeah. You feel the like the king or the queen. Right. So that is fantastic. Now, unfortunately, that is quite exclusive to a selected few. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so that's definitely number one. Number two is being in the middle of our restaurants when it's buzzing, when everybody's eating and having a good time. There is, I would actually say that even tops the, the ocean view. Wow. Being in the middle of it where you feel the it's a well orchestrated thing 
theater with the food. The food comes out, the people enjoy it, have a smile on their face when they bite in it, they get the good service. And you're kind of like in that buzzing yeah. zone. You're in your zone. Yeah. I think that I would probably prefer that <laughs> <laughs> than, than actually the ocean view. So that is something magical that uh, if you haven't experienced it, hopefully you can experience it as a guest, but also as a professional way, if you're in it, that is something magical. To that you. is a fantastic answer. Yeah. You know, I, I when I wrote this question down and I plan to ask it in you know, a few more of these episodes, but I've never thought about uh, an answer like that. Okay. And you're totally right because yeah. there is something magical about that, mm-hmm. whether it's that restaurant or the lobby um, or the pool bar or something yep. like that, where everyone is just experiencing what you mm-hmm. intend, you know, and there's yeah. just that energy there. That, yep. that is a great answer, uh, Thank Simone. You. That's awesome. This one might be just as difficult. Yep. Fun fact about the property that you like to share. I know you already did the Lenny Kravitz design one, but fun fact about the property. All right, uh, fun fact about the property is we have a beautiful beach. The beach officially, by the way, belongs to the city, but the city allows us to have a permit to fully service the beach. Okay. So that means if you're a hotel guest, you get your chair, you get your shades, you get your umbrella, you can order drinks, you can have food, you can get uh, sunscreen, you get foot rubs if you want to do so, so you can enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, the fun fact about that is we calculated in 2022 how much weight has been schlepped, pardon my French here, but I'm going to say carry it, okay, yeah. uh, by our beach attendants. Because the thing gets built out every morning. It needs to be broken down, stacked properly, locked up. Wow. Every morning, like 365 days. So it's 821 tons, metric tons. Oh my goodness. That ultimately our staff is building up and breaking <laughs> down. So a little bit of a fun fact. Oh my goodness, that yeah. is a fun fact. It, it really puts in perspective, you know, the type of work that these beach hotels you know, not yeah. only, I'm sure places that you have some other properties, yeah. you know, th- that is an incredible fact. Signature dish. You have a background in restaurants. Signature dish at the property. What's your go-to here at the SLS Selfie? Now you're talking to a half Italian that is really deep in, <laughs> in the food route. So now you're really asking which child is your favorite yeah. child, right? Yeah. Um, what should I say? The thing is at Katsuya, which is our Japanese influenced restaurant, is we recently redesigned the menu, which we're very excited. And we believe we have something very unique for all the foodies and people that have more of a middle-of-the-road food. But I think the Wagyu beef that we have there is the utmost best. Now, Wagyu beef, I don't want to get into a, a lecture about <laughs> Wagyu beef. It's one of the very misperceived food items. Mm. A lot of people call Wagyu that is actually not Wagyu. So we're mm. talking about Wagyu where you have the family tree of the cows. Who is the father? Who's the mother? And goes back several generations. Oh, wow. So that's the level of uh, A10. By the way, it's it's rated in regards to... Uh, that is fantastic. It actually gets grilled in front of you right at the table. So it's table side. You can say, okay, a little bit more, a little bit less. Wow. And the, 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 the cook is actually cooking right in front of you. So that's definitely something for the carnivores, at least. <laughs> uh, but that would be probably my favorite. That's our fun fact, food and beverage fact mm-hmm. of the day. Well, okay, that was a great history <laughs> lesson there. I did not I did not know that. So that's very cool. It's, it's one of those items that gets quite off. No, it's a vacuum, yeah. but it is Kobe. Yeah. Nothing against Kobe. It's a very good quality. It's yeah. just not the same quality. So yeah. Oh, very interesting. Yeah. Favorite piece of art at the property? Ah. Oof, that's yeah, it. I told you I was going to bring yeah, that. No, you really, really challenging me. <laughs> I, I would say, so a little bit of a hidden 
It's not visible for everybody. It is a mural by Bisco Smith. Bisco Smith is a, a quite a famous artist from New York City. He is a true a friend of mine, if I may say that. And we did a collaboration in 2018 during Art Basel. For the people that are not from Miami, in December, beginning of December is Art Basel. Yeah. Huge buzz about art, uh, contemporary art. Right. And we did a collaboration in 2012. The mural is on the annex building of the hotel. So if you're in the tower in the historical tower and you have ocean view actually look instead of down on a plain simple uh, roof you actually look at a bisco mural wow so that would be probably my favorite yes all of our hoteliers and and listeners and audience out there that's where we should they would need to call <laughs> in and say hey Let's yep. make sure we get that that room yes. so we can see the mural. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Uh, well, as we wrap up today, you know, we enter in the fall season. What are you most excited about SLS South Beach right now? And mm -hmm. what, what do you see as the vision of this property? The vision of the property, it is, it's a lively, energetic property. So I got to be honest, if you come here and you say, I want to have a serene, quiet experience that I don't hear, see anybody, we're probably not right for you. If you want to be in the middle of where things happen, where people have food, we have nightlife component with Hyde Beach as well. Uh, if you want to be in the middle of it, then that's really uh, what the SLS is about. Energetic, lively. Uh, we try to be, as I mentioned earlier on, a little bit trailblazer in many different ways, but that's really what, what uh, SLS South Beach is about. What I'm mostly excited and maybe because it's a new and shiny toy in our tool belt is the collaboration with uh, Juan Manuel Barrientos. He goes by Juan Ma. He is a Michelin star chef with El Cielo that he has one in Miami at the river. He has one in Washington, D.C. Both of them re received Michelin stars. He oh. also has been uh, accepted by the Black Jacket Society Gaganol, very prestigious for the culinary team. So he is a new collaborator and we created El Cielo at SLS South Beach, which is basically the restaurant as you come into the hotel, you basically walk into that restaurant. Wow. Phenomenal, phenomenal menu. The team of his and our team created, I think, a very unique experience from a food and beverage uh, perspective. So that's probably what I'm most excited. Well, we're looking forward to that and having more of those memories that we talked about earlier, yeah. right yeah. in that restaurant. And it's just another exciting chapter, you mm -hmm. know, and, and this property's history. Simone, I want to thank you for being such a gracious host and hosting thank the you. sweet spot for the first time ever on site. We'll certainly have to get to maybe some of your other properties that Would you're love working to. with. So uh, great conversation. Thank, Thank you, so, you much. so much, Simone. Thank you for listening to The Sweet Spot, and we'll talk to you next time. To join our loyalty program, be sure to subscribe and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Sweet Spot is produced by Travel Media Group. Our editor is Brandon Bell with cover art by Barry Gordon. I'm your host, Ryan Embry, and we hope you enjoyed your stay.